0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Get balled everybody! It's the Bart Winkler Show. June 21, 2023, on what is officially the first day of summer and i will like to say that it's always pissed me off that summer doesn't start until june 21 yeah i'm going to shit on the solstices well cuz school ends or you have memorial day it's been summer but now it's officially summer same with winter winter is not until the 21st like it's been winter Oh, now it's winter. I I understand I'm going anti-solstice, which is stupid. But I feel like summer, by the time we say it's the first day of summer, summer's already halfway over. It's dumb. Coming up on the show today, we are going to talk with Paul Emig and Grant Bills. I am excited to bring you some riveting conversation between us three boys. Uh, Questions like, are you disappointed that Bradley Beal did not become a buck? A spirited question on if Christian Yelich is an all-star, one of us, say no. The other two, categorically wrong. Also, some good discussion about why would you go to the bottom of the ocean in a tin can? That's all coming up here on the show. Speaking of tin cans, I'm going to play a Carl's Place voicemail, and I'm going to do it differently. Carl's Place, of course, of ET.com backslash Bart. They have golf simulators that you can customize and build your own. Toby Altizer is in the great state of Wisconsin. We'll be producing some content, and then uh, I'll talk with Toby at a later date about some of the stuff going on in Washington, maybe, maybe, maybe later this week, maybe next week. I don't know. We'll find out. But Toby will grace his presence with us again soon. He's in Wisconsin for a couple of weeks. Got to the Brewer game. Got to got to watch Corbin Burns get shelled. This podcast will not have any breakdown of the Tuesday night Brewer game. I apologize. Uh, we will all live and learn. And we'll get through it together. But Carl of ET.com backslash Bart again, Carl of ET.com backslash Bart is where you can check that out. Um, I'm going to play a voicemail from John and Franklin. And I'm going to do it a different way because typically the voicemails, and I forget whoever helped me set this up, and I should do a better job of remembering, but someone said, I said, I want to play like calls on my show. And so we figured out that the YouTube that's a good way to get people interacting live but even if you can't make that I wanted some sort of voicemail line and someone tipped me on a Google voice a couple of you did and I think it's been great the fact that some you can call and yeah, I get to these voicemails I really like that 402915bart 4029152278 I made sure to do a BART I thought that I prioritize That instead of like a 414 number, which maybe was a mistake, but either way should be in your phone. I have it on my Twitter bio, I believe. And I play the voicemail then through my phone speaker. I put it up to my microphone. And there's been some complaints about the audio quality of that. So what I'll do is I also, it goes to a website. I'm going to edit this together and instead of holding it up the old way, I'm going to put it in the show as an mp3 file and what you'll notice in sound quality is no difference because it's a fucking voicemail voicemail sound like voicemails the sound quality of the voicemail is not good have you heard a voicemail you guys are like in the treehouse with your neighbor talking through tin cans in a string expecting to be on 5g coverage It's a voicemail. It is a voicemail. That being said, I've got John and Franklin's voicemail. John, by the way, John, I love hearing from you. You really, I can't stress it enough. You've got two and a half months. Come Packer season, I'm going to need to see John and Franklin pop up on my stream yard and get in on some of these post games. That's what I'm going to need. So John, you got two and a half months to figure out how to get that link on your phone. I'll come over and help you. Be good to see you again. So now I'm going to play the file. We'll hear John and Franklin's call. And then attached to that i'll just i'll play the Imig and grant and there'll be like no follow-up I'm just because i could follow it up that's why i like to play the voicemail through my phone i can interact with it pause it but we're gonna try this we're gonna try this because the audience wants it so the audience will get it and then instead of like commenting after john and in Vo- and franklin's call john and voicemail's call uh, I'm just going to go right into the other thing. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Paul and Grant are coming up. But first, this voicemail from John and Franklin. Hey, good morning, John and
2: Franklin, with my Better Late Than Never podcast response. We're talking a little brewers uh, Tuesday morning. You know, I'm, I'm hearing a little conjecture. Are we going to be buyers and sellers? And Questions about the Brewer fans being apathetic this year. And I'm hearing people getting on Corbin Burns. Yeah, let's all get on Corbin Burns, our best pitcher. Yeah, that's a good plan. Like he isn't pissed off enough with our idiot owner, okay? Um, You know, the one that decided to trade away our first or second best asset to a team we were competing with for one of the final playoff spots while we were in first place. I turned on the game on Father's Day in between flipping my steaks on the grill, and I enjoyed the comeback. And this is what the Brewers are to me now. They're a team that I can, I, I will always follow them. But I have a no confidence in the ownership of this team. And I will blame it all on the owner because he's the only one left that would have masterminded this. And maybe that's why our other general manager left because he thought getting rid of hater was moronic. What do you think that did to the clubhouse? If you think me as a casual fan is this pissed off about it, how would you have liked to have been in that clubhouse? Now I know we got some young kids up this year that don't give a crap about any of this. They got a future to try to make for themselves, and I respect that. But I got no confidence in this owner. And I don't blame Corbin Burns. And if in the back of his mind, you know, he's given ninety eight percent instead of hundred, you're gonna blame him. Bradley Beal trade. Yeah. You know, I I was kinda of interested when the Bucks said uh yeah, you know, where it was you know, the Bucks were interested, I I didn't think it was gonna happen. And and he's got some great he's got some great tape. But at the end of the day, is he a winner? Is he, is he going to take us to the finish line? And is he going to take the Suns to the finish line? I don't think so. The Suns were defeated by Jokic and the Bigs, much like the Miami Heat. And no matter how good you are from the outside, if you can't defend the inside against Bigs, you got a problem. So whatever moves the Bucks make, I hope they involve
1: Paul Emig and Grant Bills. This is our weekly mm hmm mm So, Paul uh, asks a question and then we say mm hmm and mm hmm. And uh, then, inevitably, Eric Spolster's name comes up <laughs> and Paul Fawns for 20 minutes. Yeah, I think that was the coach he
4: is. I think it was that Grant, was that Cone's tweet last week that had the gif of. Um, how I feel after Spolstra's name comes out with the <laughs> Transformer.
3: Yeah, that was funny. Uh,
4: I think mean, we probably done. funny and accurate. Yeah, yeah.
3: We're sure. probably done with Spolstra, mm-hmm. but that's because we're out of good things to say about him. So naturally, whenever it comes time to criticize him, we just forget he
4: exists. So yeah, if we could just get past any of that, that'd be ideal. I'm re- we're recording
1: this on Tuesday morning,
3: uh-huh.
1: um, just in case there's like some crazy NBA trade that happens. <clears throat> Uh, the, I got, I got stuff going on today. Well, can,
4: can I interrupt on that? There is an, ice. there's an actual NBA breaking trade. Did you see it? Do you guys have your notifications on? Ain't no, no way. I haven't had notifications on since I got my phone. The Bucks have traded Grayson Allen to the Lakers. No, you're doing a bit for LeBron James and Anthony Davis. <laughs> Palinka gets his guy. This wow. is a good deal for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. I would say mm-hmm. I don't know if I like, you know, because you give up the shooting of Grayson, and all you're getting back is, like, an older LeBron and an injury-prone AD. Yeah, um, plus, plus that, guys, that, there's only one basketball to go around. You know, and, you know, usage percentage can only be 100%. Like, it just, it's just – it's. That's impossible. Yeah.
3: That's the new Paul. That's the new there's only one ball. I've heard that a couple on a couple different podcasts the last few days where it's like, well, the usage could only add up to 100 I'm like, oh, so that's the that's the new one. (laughs) Saying (laughs) there's there's we're talking
1: though, we've got uh and if anyone that did not happen, but uh the Bucks could move one of these guys for a pick. That'd probably be more uh Thursday night. I don't know what's going on, like. Damian Lillard again is saying no, keep me here. Everyone's like Dame, it's cool,
4: you can leave. Man. It's fine. It's a like, very, it's a very strange breakup.
1: Like we, we're always like, oh, they're always trying to take the guys out of these small markets. But in this, like, ever just Dame,
4: stop, just go. Right. It, it, it took. I mean, it, it's not Zion's totally fucking his way out of New Orleans, out of the, out of the league like i mean not literally but like is
3: that extortion by the way like hey trade my guy or i'm gonna release sex tapes is that, that that's legally problem that that's, that's not legal right
4: it's, i
1: don't think that i don't think the son's bradley beale trade should have been legal another
3: good point mm-hmm. it, the would have, it would not it would not have been legal. agent
4: is the guy's dad with the sons that's why they had to do it according to NBA bylaws on Father's Day. Otherwise it would have been Oh, they got the Father's Day it's like the purge. Yeah, it's the one day a year that you can do that type of deal. Is that when Joe Barry was
3: hired? Was he hired on an, on a later, I guess middle of the summer now, he's probably before that.
4: It's the one it's the one time a year. By the way, I just want to say <laughs> um my ridiculous NBA trade was in response to our, our guy, Matt in the Falls, last week. I saw – I heard his voicemail on your show, Bart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are two things, Matt in the Falls, bathtub Matt, that I feel confident talking about in sports. And I mean mm-hmm. this sincerely. Like, I, I'm very – that's it's why I prefer, prefer to propose the questions because I defer to my experts over here. But there are two things I feel really good about in sports. NBA cap offseason trade – type things i'm really good at that so Mm. fuck you oh (laughs) cba paul No, but in in all sincerity like i I defer on a lot of things i know nba offseason and then i know baseball stats nerd stats those are my two things everything else fair fair criticism i've also found out recently i am an eric spolster expert um but Uh, i wouldn't say experts the word (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah yeah for sure no no but that i just i, I actually he's like matt's like i like most of your content but your trades are bad um none of those trades i've ever done on the show until grayson for ad and lebron i've never made any of those up those have been online banter that i'm bringing forth so just for the record uh wisdom of the masses I yes see. bringing them forth
1: well just so you guys are up to speed on what's going on in the winkler verse uh yeah did uh it's early i'm sure nobody you didn't hear yesterday's show
3: i i listened to about the first 15 and then we had to do this
4: uh
1: did you hear my diagnosis no i have i have pf plantar fascia yeah i have pf so no one
3: calls it PF. Don't Someone call
1: it did on the stream. No one calls it that. Someone said, "I hey, Bart, I've had PF for a long time. It's like the OC.
3: So, don't call it that. Don't call it that.
4: Yeah.
1: I want to like, because PF, it cripples many Americans. And it's, it's kind of like America's silent
4: nuisance. When you say the word cripples, though, like, do you mean like actually debilitating? Like, can it like. I tar- Ricky Fowler's dad had it. And he's like trying to walk with his kid. What are Um, you
3: being debilitated from? Well, walking. Where? (laughs) Funny. Well...
1: Couch
4: to kitchen to bathroom to couch.
1: So I'm going to set up a plantar fasciitis 5K. But since none of us can walk, we all (laughs) have to get a sponsor to walk for us. And then we'll watch you around the track. So So how does one...
4: How does one develop plantar fasciitis?
1: I think the, the the it happens in a lot of different ways. Like Malcolm Brogdon had it. I remember. I remember Mo Williams
4: had had it.
1: Yeah, I I got it because I got fat.
4: It just puts like pressure on what joints or and
1: I got it like my I haven't. I recently started because it's nice out again. So I walk my kid to daycare Uh-huh. and just that little walk to and from has
4: put a shock to my feet. You got to get some ASICs. That's what you need. Nice mm. supportive shoe. So what is, what does doc say? What What is the, like, what do you Well, I woke up What's this morning, timeline? rubbed
1: a tennis ball all over my foot and it did help. I will say it feels is the best it's felt in a while. I'm wearing shoes right now. I, I, I'm one of these guys now that walks around my house while wearing shoes.
3: <laughs> growing up, growing up, my dad, he would never take his shoes off in the house. He would just, he would just scrape them on the rug in the living room for an insane amount of time. And then he'd walk around and you would, you would hear, like when I'd be in the basement, I'd know where he was in the house because you could hear him with his, with his work shoes, his dress shoes or his boots on.
4: You reach a certain age as a dad, you just, you can leave them on. You don't take Well, wait, on. well, you can put on like, you know, heavy slippers or something oh, that's shoot. a bit more comfortable. I do have an orthopedic slipper. There you go. Or a temperatic. That's a yeah. that's a bed. I think I did a poll at one point which was <laughs> like, are you this was years ago, but like are you a shoes on house or a shoes off house? Mm. Well, if what you're the, a shoes on house, and I don't mean for like murdered someone, like you're a murderer. See, it was like 30% if i recall that was a shoes on oh, house. Shoes I, on house? No. How do you, yes. you let the dogs fly? I I don't understand that either. All right. What the do shoes you got? the shoes come off at the door? Give me a question or something. Or in the garage or I
3: I am not the here to talk room. about I'm not here to talk about my illness. The the mudroom. You need a mudroom for this person. I've been looking at a lot of houses on Zillow. I'm much too poor to buy one, but I'm I'm mature enough now where I like to think of myself owning a home. And I watch a lot of HGTV. You can't buy a house without a mudroom these days. It's it's on the list of everyone.
4: Mudrooms are key. You got to have a, what are Uh, are those those little zones called where you can drop your keys and splash? uh, um, Drop zone. A drop zone. A drop zone. got to have a drop zone. I feel like if there
1: were fewer channels, because you know how like um, everything's so, like, Back in the day, my thing with Johnny Carson, who I think is an awful human, but he was a superstar because there were only three channels. Sure. And, you know, now if there's a Johnny Carson, like, Jon Stewart's a megastar, but how many people are actually watching, were watching him a night? Mm-hmm. I feel like if the Property Brothers existed in the 70s, they would be two of the greatest stars of that generation. That's they a really are. good
3: take. They, I, I thank
1: you. I feel like I they get that. they got it all. There's a whole package. There's two of them. They're different enough. Then the one guy, dating, they're married to someone like famous,
4: Zoe Deschanel. I mean, really? This- oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that? Are you an HGTV guy? No, mm. no, no. I binge what the a, hell out of Love It or a, That's my show. A, just a Zoe Deschanel fan. Really? Yeah. She's is, awesome. she, is she a stage actress? Does she
3: have a background in theater? I can see you, you know. Following yeah. Well, she she's
4: and... she's a singer. She's a traditional oh. like trained singer um like yourself uh much more trained than i
3: (laughs) i don't like zoe why you could not you couldn't you could not wait to pipe up and say that i can see in you you're like a dog waiting to go for a walk that's what you look like there because she broke my man's heart who ben gibbard
4: who's that i don't
3: don't know know. who that is the lead singer for
1: death cab they were married she
4: She broke up with him Mm mm-hmm
1: well, have you listened to any death cab records since all he does is like complain about being left. All right. Can we get a question in?
3: No, oh, I now, I now we're lingering now. Now we, we sp- start to show with 10 minutes of something we want to talk about. And Bart can't wait to get down to brass. Tacks. Yeah, right.
4: Usually it's his 15 minute soliloquy and it's like, Hey, no Zoe talk on this show. Uh, Grant, I know we like similar TV. If you've not seen new girl, why do girl. I
3: like new girl, new girl, new girl is friends adjacent in that it's, it's funnier than Friends, but but it's it's got that like every episode's kind of the same. Yeah, it, it's never it's never gonna hurt me. It's a great hungover show because I can throw that on when I wake up and I'm like, this isn't gonna. It's not too much for me. This is this is the perfect show. I do like New Girl. I like New Martin, Girl. are you willing to
4: watch New Girl? Or does it hurt you too much as a Death Cab guy?
3: I've watched. I watched. I've seen
1: all of New Girl. It's good. Yeah, it's really good.
4: Yeah, uh, I'm happy to report, uh, Schmidt is a really good dude in real yeah. life. You've mentioned name dropping Schmidt. I'm not. I'm just telling you. Like, can you ask a question? <laughs> uh, we sat next to him at an LA Kings hockey game. All right. Um, oh, a puck fan. He, well, I think he was buddies with one of the players on the team, so maybe he was a puck fan. But pretty badass. Um, he ran over to the penalty box and banged on the glass when his buddy got a penalty and then distracted the guy so much that he was four seconds late coming out of the box in a real made an like,
3: impact on the game, a negative could, for his friends. We could use him at, at Fiserv Forum or at
4: American Family Field. That's a good fan. There you go. I'm going to start off with this question. Beal or no Beal? You're relieved that the Bucks, though they re-entered reportedly after Beal focused his attention on Miami and Phoenix, the Bucks reportedly, I think it was Shams at the Athletic, wrote that then the Bucks re entered and tried to convince Beale, you know, sell him on Milwaukee. Um without getting into what the trade package is, and maybe that's certainly part of the Beal or No Beal. You're relieved, you're relieved that the Bucks missed out on Bradley Beal. You're relieved. Mm hmm or mm I mean
1: it would be exciting if they got Bradley Beale. Mm-hmm. Um good, good off season story. I think that I, I think of the great Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park.
3: I thought it was another <laughs> member of death cab for a second.
4: <laughs> yes. The death cab or Marvel or what is it? It was Jurassic. When,
1: Park. And th- he talks about scientists, but I'll, I'll say with NBA GMs, they're so preoccupied with accomplishment. So they're so focused on whether they can do something. Mm. They never ask to stop if they should do something. Wow. Jeff. Yeah, thank similar you. to, let's get in this fucking tuna can and go try to look at the Titanic remains.
3: Insane yeah. story to wake up to. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big really bonkers, big maritime. I'm all over this. Oh, thank I you. I saw
1: yesterday. I wanted to make a joke, and I'm like, I don't want to make a joke about people's deaths.
3: Did you watch the CBS Sunday Morning? Yes. There's a couple months ago. Yes. I watched it. Hell yes. yeah. Are you controlling it with a game genie. It was right – they did a thing on Bob Weir, and then they did a thing on diving to the Titanic.
1: They've taken it off the website. I mean, it's Uh, still on the internet. By the way, if
4: you would have said, like, the Jeff Goldblum character from Jurassic Park, I would have remembered, but I forgot that his name was Dr. Ian Malcolm. But, yeah.
1: Well, I was – By the way, What was I just doing? I was just watching, like, Jurassic Park clips, like, behind the scenes or some shit.
4: (laughs) I think it was recently the 30-year anniversary, so that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bradley Beal would have
1: been exciting because that's a, that's a new thing of excitement and maybe it would work. I don't, I don't know. I, what I feel like is we get like pigeonholed in our takes and our thoughts and then they get frozen in time. Like I I keep saying that in 2018, 29, like Bradley Beal we we wanted him five years
4: ago, and so we still think we want that Bradley Beal. And Giannis wanted him three years ago. I mean, on the record, like wanted Bradley Beal, but yeah. Well, he's
1: in uh, Greece right now, and he is hanging out with uh, Quickly
4: Emmanuel. Quickly is part well, of that, that would of be a, that would be a great acquisition for the Bucks.
1: Um, I, I mean, obviously, depending on the package. It would get it would be, it'd be something new. I think that's where like we're a little stagnant is we got bounced early, Bud got fired, but we were hoping that then there would be more. Remember when the Brewers got Kane and Yelich, mm-hmm. and we were excited, but then we were also excited because well, there's gonna be more. We thought there was gonna be more pitching coming along with that. Yeah. We like we thought there was gonna be more. As great as that was, as big as that was, we thought there would be more. So I think when Bud got fired, I think then we thought, oh, one of Chris or Drew could be on the move. And then maybe we find out something about Chris before this is posted. Uh, He'll probably decline the player option and they'll probably work on a deal is probably, I think, what will happen. But uh, I don't know that it would have worked. I still think the core that's coming back, if they bring everybody back, some people might be disappointed because what we just saw and it's not new. They're still the favorites in the East.
4: The Bucks are the they are right. Oh, I don't know. I thought you maybe had odds or something.
1: I th- well, odds. It's either them or Boston, and that's mm-hmm. how it's going to be. No matter no matter what those
4: teams do, unless uh, the
1: Celtics I, trade Jalen for like nobody.
4: Well, what I mean, I would say if the Miami Heat trade scraps and picks for Damian Lillard, that might change. Okay, the- okay yeah. I mean that would that would be a big odds shakeup for sure. But
1: that's another team coming in. The Bucks, the Bucks and Celtics aren't going to make a move that eliminates them from being a top I'll go three contender
3: sure they're not going to themselves so
1: yeah and the Suns. I don't I don't know I I think it is bullshit they're getting all these cheap guys from the wizards now but also the joke right away was oh okay so instead of losing in six they're going to lose in seven like this doesn't get them past Denver I don't think so Maybe it depends what else they can do with Aiton. It depends. So I would have been, I would have been excited because it's something new and different and the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: I'm not disappointed that they didn't get him. Grant, any, uh, any relief that the bucks missed out on Bradley Beal Mm -hmm or. mm -mm? I would
3: say mm -mm, I would have been, I think my answer is basically the same with Bart. I would have been very excited. Like assuming it's, they would have, let's say they would have traded just for example, Chris or Drew and then other things, and they get Bradley Beal. So they they swap out one piece of their core for Bradley Beal. Like I, I think there is a path for that team to contend and to win. And I think there's a path for the team as it stands to contend and win if they were to stick this way. I've been interested the last two weeks, and I you probably have seen all this too, Paul, about like the Bucs are really in on Beal. The Bucs want to move up into the first round. Like we're just seeing all these little breadcrumbs that the Bucs are are not sitting on their hands this offseason yeah yeah and and I like that I I like that they're not simply saying we'll run it back even if they end up running it back I like that that is they're not just sitting back and saying well Milton was hurt last year Giannis got hurt like they are keeping their foot down on the gas pedal even if no changes are made and and I like that because that's an attitude that starts at the top and and that can come down um Bradley Beal would have here's the thing Bradley Beal's like oh he's expensive and he's old well but he's younger than Chris Right. He's also going to be expensive. So we need Mm -hmm. to think of these things relatively like Bradley Beal would be old and expensive on the Celtics and he's old and expensive on the Suns. But, you know, given what's currently on the Bucks, like they'd actually be getting younger by adding Bradley Beal.
4: Yeah, it's you know,
3: there are there are multiple ways to build a contending roster. I think what the best way the best thing to do in the NBA right now is to get your core that you really, really like and then to tweak. And to sustain that core as long as you can, maybe change one piece, maybe adjust this. That's what the Nuggets did. That's what the Bucks yep. did. That's what the Warriors did. So mm-hmm. I don't think swapping Middleton for Beal would have been some massive sea change move. It would have been a tweak to a team that's already won a championship.
4: So I'm I, mm, fine either way. And not that you know, the Bill Simmons trade value chart is the end all be all, but it's a reference point.
3: Spotify and, executive Bill
4: Simmons. Man did he make head, did he make headlines this week huh I
3: love how he was referred to, and it, he is like i he, he is, is an executive as as he, but like yeah. nobody thinks of that title when they think of bill simmons
4: right <laughs> for sure unless you're like national media and to which your audience is like bill what said who you know yeah. um but to us sports guys it's like yeah okay um i think when you look at so w- the wizards got nothing like essentially right and I threw out, like last week, when I was talking about the Bill Simmons trade chart, he had, again, it's just a reference point, Drew Holiday as the 36th best trade value asset in the NBA, and Beal as 64th. That's 28 spots better that Drew was than Beale. And part of that, of course, is the no trade clause, which, by the way, Bradley Beal would not waive. He still, with Phoenix, has his no trade clause, which means... If at midseason, if in two years, whatever the case might be, if he gets hurt and the Suns are like, "Oh, we got to move this asset to at least get something back," Mm-mm. it's not up to you, Phoenix. It would not have been up to the Bucks. It would be up to Bradley Beal. So from a trade, it doesn't mean Beal is that much twenty-eight spots lesser of a player than Drew Holiday, but value-wise of a contract, it you know it's it's certainly yeah. a data point. I put out a trade last week, and I never have to the to the point from earlier. I've never mentioned a trade on this show that I made up. But I did put one on Twitter last week, and it was basically like just trying to build scrap parts, non Middleton, non Drew for Beal, and it's hard to get to the dollars, right? So you'd have to do something unlikely, like Crowder or Ingles do a sign and trade as part of it, and there's plenty of complications with that. But there are some people they are like, "This is a ridiculous trade." Well, there's like, only one I, ball, yeah. No, 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 no. But I mean, ridiculous oh. in the sense. I, I appreciate your oh. your your uh, your comedy, but like ridiculous in the sense, like, well, the Bucks are giving up nothing and they're getting Bradley Beal and I'm like you're not you're missing the point you know like go back to what Brian Windhorst was reporting which was you're gonna be like two or three days before you're gonna be surprised at how little value Beal has in a trade and part of it was because if if the Bucks went to Beal and they said Beal's like hey I want to come to Milwaukee and the Bucks said okay cool we're gonna send out Drew Holiday and Beal's like well now wait a minute I want to play with Drew Holiday so never mind I'm I don't want to come to you he has Bradley Beal has that power. So like essentially it would have been scrap parts compiled and Beal would have been your fourth or fifth guy. And it would have basically been like Giannis, Drew, Chris, Brooke, Beal, and seven to eight veteran minimum contracts and maybe Bochamp or something. So only one ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, high, only one ball. How high can usage rate go on a percentage wise basis? Well,
3: one hundred percent. It can only add up to
4: yeah, one hundred. So, um, I'm not relieved, but I asked the question the way I did because was who did you take live last week? Was that Jake, hot take himself that you guys talked about Beal and that you were kind oh, of yeah,
1: yeah. I turned a voicemail into a talker. Or
4: yeah, and and you guys were both quite negative about Beal. Um, no, no, yes, <laughs> yeah, Jake. But, 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 but I don't even but, know who
1: Jake wants at this point
4: nobody like, for what it's it worth like Bart you <laughs> were you were um yeah Bart you were just you were equally as like what is this 2018 so I, I didn't know like if you were going to end up being like okay good the Bucks didn't end up getting this Beal thing to go through um but yeah I'm, I'm not well really- this is
1: my constant struggle I think that there's a lot of uh people that um I, I, I don't. I mean, this is the '70s and '80s Packers thing again. I think. A, I think a lot of the narrative that's driven from Bucks fans online is from young kids, and yeah. they're and they and they 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 did well. And I know I sound a hundred, but they did well with Beal on two K. I don't know, man. I, I just it's not. I, I just think like a lot of this shit is just you know. You know, you know the way I'm talking about these young bucks, kids. You're so close. Come on, here we go. They're gonna talk. They're gonna talk like this someday. Oh yeah, it happens. Yeah, Dad, Dad, Dad. How come the music you like isn't the new music? Why <laughs> do you only listen to the old music? There's new music all the time. Here I am jamming out the fucking '90s alternative rock because it takes me to a place. Yeah, and, you know, it takes me to like. It I have is all of us. We all think that when we get old, we're going to be different, but we're all the fucking same. We all look and look down on the young because they are the youth is wasted on the young. That is the greatest thing that's ever fucking been said
4: in the world. Speaking of speaking of Schmidt, one of the best. Like youths, youth. youths, youths, um, I, I
1: just we can't we can't. Well, every off we we fucking sit around or a little campfire and and say all these trades that are never going to happen. And in real life, there's fucking second aprons, man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there are second aprons. Also in real life.
3: How, how unlikable has Matt. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like Matt Ishbia has become such an unlikable figure in the NBA in such a short amount of time. Because well, now he's, he's locked like, on Jokic. We should have known then. Yeah. And he's got like, isaiah thomas like shadow gm that is
4: there's nothing he could do that would be more damning than the fact that he has decided that isaiah thomas should be his go-to those that michigan is- guys, it's those michigan
3: guys paul they're all in cahoots with each other they are you ever talk to someone who goes to went to michigan ann arbor that's all they talk about that's all they talk about we used to have a co-worker who would come into town like for consulting purposes, like once a year. And he'd talk with everyone. We didn't even talk about radio. He just talked about Michigan the whole time. You ever had <laughs> Oh, such a good school. Those, those, The Michigan State and the Michigan people, they're all nuts for each other. So no wonder he's got Isaiah Thomas helping him out. Go blue. Does Dan Plucker listen to this podcast part? Jack Council. Cheers to big, that's it. You're damn right. And take it easy on. I did hear you going after Brett. Sorry, Brett's supporting the manager of his family. We're supposed to be a family. Bruce fans are a family Craig Council's a part of that family so Jack council get
1: one congratulatory tweet on Jack Council maybe two
3: <laughs> I got I have one or two that's fine who
4: who there's a, there's, a, there's a quota
3: who we all live in glass houses and we're gonna well Paul actually doesn't but Bart and I definitely do on Twitter we're living in our glass house and we're supposed to throw stones at Brett for tweeting too much about one thing or another I won't have it Janice
4: Janice. but is a
3: kid Venice.
4: Good for Jack Council, that's all I'm going to say. All right, next. All right, next. Uh, Our friend Badger Noonan, is he a friend? Paul. Paul, yeah, like, hold on. He actually followed me on Twitter a couple weeks ago. I I, I felt good. What do you you have? You have some some paper here, Bart. Yeah, it's time to do a promotional read. Okay. You could have done that so much
3: cleaner like 15 seconds ago. We brought up Badger (laughs) Noonan, and now we're going to have to – Whatever. Go oh, Yeah, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I fucked up. No, it's, it's fine. T- I... It's what a tease. We've got a, we've got a Brewer's topic
3: coming up right after this read. Badger Noonan said something. We'll tell you what he said coming up after this.
1: Happyplacehemp.com.
4: God, promo that was code, not smooth at all.
1: Promo code BART. 25% off. That's it. No, oh. fam. Look. I'm not going to say medically. I don't think I can say. But I woke up feeling a little better with my PF. And I took a gummy last night with CBD in it. Are they related? That's that's not for me to tell. I just know that it helped.
3: That's basically like what they can legally say go on joe rogan and debate it bring bring your findings to the podcast
1: like when i had i played that clip when i went out there with chris he's like i had sunburn it fucking hurt i put the cream on it and then it didn't hurt anymore but i can't be like but the the thing it works yeah so try it for yourself happyplacehemp.com, promo codes Bart. We're talking CBD. We're talking gummies. What I didn't realize, because I haven't done the tincture, my favorite word, but basically, if you want a gummy, if you want to, like, feel good, you take a gummy, and then it, if you just want it right away, you just spray that shit in your mouth, and then you're you're, you're flying across the stars, okay? So that's what you got to do. And I'm one of these guys still, like, that takes one, and I'm like, I don't feel nothing. I don't I don't feel nothing. I I think I beat it. I think my body beat it. And then the next day I wake up and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I was feeling good. HappyPlaysamp.com. Promo codes BART. Every order. 25% off. Free shipping as well.
4: Badger Noonan. Paul Henning said what now? Not Henning. Oh, Badger Paul, my bad. I just appreciated your your what one a.m. tweet to Evan Massey. Oh yeah, do fuck you, that guy. Do you even remember posting that one? <laughs> yes, I do.
1: I do. I, what I do now, if I'm a little of the of a certain nature, and I'm going to bed, uh, and I get the urge to tweet, I do stare at my phone. And like try to lock in that memory so that there's no surprises when I wake up.
2: <laughs> that, uh,
1: I grabbed that's not where I thought you were going with that. I grabbed well, because someone put Evan Massey on this list of who's trustworthy, who's not, and they put him on not trustworthy, but the fact that Massey's on the list is a win for him. Massey's never blocked me because it's a win for him. Even if I retweet him to nine people, it's a win for him so i asked him will you come on my podcast i want to rip on you to your face <laughs> uh he is not i you know what maybe i'll try to get badger noonan on he's been doing some radio hits
3: with uh kristin at civic media that's as goes wisconsin is that that show
1: yep uh, a friend of i've been on that show really i uh, went to their studios oh sure nice yeah good show they're 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 growing
4: rapidly anyway badger noonan tweets since the beginning of may christian yelich and sorry for some stats here is hitting 283 batting average 401 on base 500 slugging percentage so 283 401 500 with six home runs and 11 doubles there have been some other tweets recently that have suggested um Again, I'm going to do one more stat. Sorry, member uh, Matt. This is one of the two things I feel confident talking about. Christian Yelich does lead the Brewers significantly in wins above replacement. He's pretty much worth his contract. Believe it or not, Christian Yelich is by MLB dollar war. You know, dollar per wins above replacement standards. Christian Yelich is he's worth his contract. Breaking news: He really, genuinely is worth his contract. Whether he's worth it to the Brewers, I don't know. The question is this: Christian Yelich could should be an all-star this season with his 122 weighted runs created plus with his 2.2 wins above replacement the best brewer by just about every advanced metric christian yelich is having an all-star season Mm mm-hmm or mm mm-hmm well So
1: the Diamondbacks in Monday's game, Joe Mantiply came on to pitch. And I'm like, I know that name. And then they go, oh, he was the Diamondbacks all-star last year. And he was because there was nobody else. So he was the best of a bad lot. I don't know that Christian Yelich is an all-star. I don't know if he's having an all-star year, but he's he's a worthy candidate for this team. If you get one guy, it's probably Devin Williams. But everyone else sucks. So, uh, I'm being, what's the word? Like, what's the, whatever. Yes. He is having an all-star season the same way that someone can be the hottest chick in
4: a town of 100. hmm Grant has been, like, disapproving this entire minute. Grant, mm-hmm, or mm Christian Yelich is having an all-star season. Mm-hmm.
3: I think he is. And I think while he's not back at a pace of hitting 40 bombs, I think we need to, I think we need to recognize how good he's playing. Like, I talked about this on, on Tuesday night's show, on the Wisco Sports Show. This reminds me so much, and again, I'm basing this on vibes and a very quick Google search. Paul, you might be able to speak to the numbers more clearly. I would like to also speak to the numbers once you're done okay you you can also speak to the speak both of you speak to the numbers i feel like this is very reminiscent of when christian yelich first got to milwaukee the first half of 2018 Mm -hmm. where some doubles some singles spraying the ball over the place good base running good defense just an all-around good player that's always involved in the game and making an impact and in 2018 like, we remember he ended the year with however many home runs. It was, you know, 35 or something like that. In May, he had two home runs. In June, he had five. Like, Christian Yelich, a vast majority of his his home runs in his actual NBA or MVP season, the, the first one, 2018. I know he didn't win in 19, but they all came in the last two months of the year. So this, what we're seeing now, is actually very reminiscent of what we saw from Christian Yelich in the majority of his of his first season, a season where he made an all-star game and we were all very okay with it. It was him and Kane. And it's not like he was hitting 40 bombs. It's not like he was batting 390. He wasn't this great specialist at one thing. He was just very well-rounded. Like I compared him on Monday's show to Jimmy Butler. When you watch the heat and they're playing well, and Jimmy Butler's involved in everything. He's hitting a three here. He's hitting a mid-range jumper. He's getting a steal. He's involved in everything. You just mm-hmm. see him, the impact is felt. And that's what I see from Christian Yelich right Christian
1: Yelich is 54th in the league in batting average. Couldn't care less. D- dumb stat. Keep going. 52nd in OPS. Not good. His home oh, run is tied for 82. His
4: RBI with 31 is tied for 97. I think though. To, I think though to Grant's point, it, and to Badger Newton's point, it's like yes, you have to include the full season. Did Paul sure. say he's an All Star? Um, I, so what I do, sometimes I take a screenshot, I put it into my word, into my list so we can talk about it, but then I remember some other tweets. So I don't remember if it was him or some other brewers folks on Twitter, brewers, Twitter, as it were, but, but it's not, it's not like if he had been the one who tweeted it. Like, so I'm going to add, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like a, well, he's the best of a bad bunch At, until two, until Monday night, they were in first place and the reds had to win nine straight just to bump the brewers out of it. Now it's only three or four games above 500 first place, but it's first place. He is uh, again advanced metrics weighted runs created plus wins above replacement like even the more preliminary advanced stats he's an all-star. Uh he, he is. Now, if you want to talk about those other stats like if May through Kelly
1: is not an all-star. <laughs> no, he's not. You you're wrong. This like, year
4: you're 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 you're, yes. you're objectively wrong. Like I'm objectively wrong. This is not like an opinion one. Yeah. This is just like, you're just incorrect on this. There's gotta be, there's gotta be. How many outfielders
1: do they pull in the national Um, league? Is it a, I don't know. Yelich is not an all-star guys. He's been
4: playing
3: super well.
4: And that's other, what I was going to say. Life. I think, Grant, Grant, to your point about things happening in the second half of the year, just to get this point while Bart looks this up, um, it's like if this post-May Yelich, you know, this 900 900- right, – Can I go
1: – I'll go by OPS because MLB uh, voting does this pretty good. National League OPS leaders, Corbin Carroll, Ronald Acuna – Mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis, mm-hmm. Juan Soto, mm-hmm. Mookie Betts, mm-hmm. Jack Sawinski, mm-hmm. Castellanos, mm-hmm. Guriel Jr., mm-hmm. Lane Thomas, TJ Friedel, Brian Reynolds, Mike Yastrzemski, Christian Yelich. It's a pretty good group to be in, actually. Yeah, but he's at the bottom of that. He's not ahead of
3: Well, you stopped. You, you stopped started- <laughs> with Millets. You created this arbitrary group that he's at the bottom of. There was there's a whole No, 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 he's that at the bottom of that puzzle. because I'm No, so you no, no I, I
1: get it. I get it. But he's at the bottom of that because how many guys did I name? One, two, three, four, five, nine, nine, six, ten. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve,
3: thirteenth. We he was he was how going, many he- how many outfielders are gone? We were, we're we were seen. We were saying that he was an a eight or nine hitter at the beginning right. of the year. Like, you got to think of where we were. Forget Yelich the last is having year. a very
1: I'm, – if I'm Christian Yelich, I'm going home at night. Um, like, I was wearing my world's best dad hat the other night. Mm-hmm. And I, I can put that on and feel good about, maybe I did earn this. And I think Yelich can go home and get that paycheck and be like, you know, maybe I maybe I am earning that. And so he's having a very – I'm, I'm satisfied by all measures on Christian Yelich, but he is not an all-star in 2023. He is not. You are categorically wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the Twitter clip, by the way, right there. That was, that was well done. That was, that was very good.
1: It might be a little long. I might separate what I'm trying to, I might separate some little YouTubes.
3: You're doing shorts now. The shorts get views well they do that's because my generation hates turning their phone sideways it's but i did i did brutal. a short on clay
1: thompson and then my clay thompson podcast got more listens because people are mm-hmm. like oh i want to hear more of this meanwhile then matt in the falls like sent me a note like i laughed out loud you're recycling this again
4: by I the said, way
1: you think i'm fucking done i said there's a lot of meat left on that buffalo hey bar i'm using
4: every bone here's where i'm gonna Prove why you are objectively wrong. So a lot of the guys that you named, again, take defense for what it's worth. But Corbin Carroll is a negative defensive player according to Fan. Carroll might be the MVP. No, I'm, I'm not trying to say that Yelich is better than. Him. I'm going to tell you. So what I've done is I've sorted by wins above replacement among National League outfielders. Okay, I'm going to name the number of players ahead of Christian Yelich. Corbin Carroll, he's number one. Acuna Jr. Two. Betts three, Tatis Jr. four, Soto five, Yelich six. Why mm-hmm. is Yelich sixth? Because Acuna Jr. is a major defensive negative. Carroll a defensive negative. Soto a defensive negative, and then some of the guys who were behind him in wins above replacement: Nimo, Sawinski, Brian Reynolds are all negative defensive players. Ian Happ in the 13th spot is a major negative defensive. The point is, like he's also been an above average, you know, uh, uh, you know, defensive outfielder. Where some of these guys are negatives in the outfield, so I'm telling you not, right now, he will not make the All Star game. So, do you think though that this post May Christian Yelich is real? Yeah, because if so, because if so, all the numbers that you're naming are going to get better because they're going to continually. Okay, well, All Star voting ends like tomorrow night. Okay, but is I'm just really? saying. Like, I don't know. He just had to. Say, he just had to say that for the sake Correct. of the argument. <laughs> But
1: it ends soon. The All Star Games like in two weeks, three. Okay,
4: so the so anyway, the Brewers have by a measure
1: that if I. This would was the a- old Chuck and Winkler banter. I would I would say frames. I am I will bet you, mm-hmm. and then he would say, "Well, what do you want, player?" And I'd say, "Well, I," and I will not even take odds. I will not even take odds. I would even straight though he up tried bet- to give them to you, he try to give them to you, you wouldn't take them. I would bet a straight up $100 crispy that Yelich will not make the All-Star game.
4: Um on straight up? Yeah. Come on Paul, let's take food out of his son's mouth. Before <laughs> that's why that's why I'm debating it. Uh before I answer that question, I would just say I think there's a difference between making the All-Star game and should have made the All-Star game. Well I'm, t- I'm just telling you he won't. You guys uh, are out here saying he's an
1: All-Star, saying he's best win percentage Fucking Paul's. You you guys are you guys are you're coming at me saying Christian Yelich's usage rate is as high as it's ever fucking been, (laughs) and I'm telling you it's not good enough.
4: You know it it can only add up.
1: It can only add up to (laughs) one.
4: Sorry, Greg, you 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 beat me. No, 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 no. Um.
1: Now, is he as the Brewers' outfield has changed? Is he malleable to play with all these
4: guys? Malleable.
3: Oh my God.
4: Malleable. Um, Blake
1: Perkins came up to bat the other day. I had no idea who the fuck it was. That was
3: funny. And then you called well, – I was listening to the podcast. You called David Freeze Scott Freeze? That yeah. shit was funny. where that Scott come Freeze. From? I don't know. Scott Freeze. Scott Hatterberg. Would,
1: would,
4: would you guys care to venture – there are four Brewers positional players with a wins above replacement more than one. One of them is Christian Yalich, who leads the team. You want to okay, to- uh,
1: yeah. yes. Anderson, Miller, and
4: Contreras. Uh, your guess is grand? Oh, uh, I get another one? No, well, you you named three. You got two of the three correct. Um, Bart said Anderson, Miller, and Contreras. Two of the three. Will- are-
3: the thing is, Miller had like a great month. And- yeah, so he had a good enough month. Weimer, Miller, Contreras has been so good on defense.
4: Just stop right there. Oh, Miller, Weimer, and Contreras are the yeah. Brian Anderson just misses the cut. He would have been fifth. Which leads to my next question. The most disappointing brewer this season. I know who it is. Is Willie Adamas. Mm-hmm. Or mm hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grad was you said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Go you can mention. I'm going to look up old tweets because I, I feel like I've been uh, calling Willie Adamish a, a shitty player for a while. You
4: you have definitely you. I mean, you have right. absolutely been doing that. Grant it sounds like you have a lot to say. So as well, as you as, as you like to say to Bart Cook, he's not he's not shitty. It's
3: just that oh, he hit 28 home runs this year. You know, whatever.
1: Oh, that was my thing. Yeah, a lot of them came when they were down six to one. Right. The, that was there is
3: fun. not a there is not a player with a big name and a big personality like Willie Adams, who comes up in big moments. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like I, I, don't feel it when he comes up to the plate, I should feel it, especially because the rest of the lineup is Owen Miller and John Singleton. And I, like, I was driving back from Milwaukee a couple of weekends ago and I was listening to the game. It was that Sunday, the final game against the athletics. And I'm like, I'm driving and I'm like, is a Is he playing today? Why does he need the day off? Is he concussed still? Like he just had a, a you know, five day stretch where he was off. He was playing. And I, he, I probably heard him come up to bat, but they're like, when I'm listening in the car and especially when they have as many Randos playing as they have the last couple of weeks, I should know Adamas is up in two spots. He's coming. Like we have one of our better play. And I just don't, I just don't notice it. I don't feel it. Like if you showed someone random, the Brewers game, that Rando should be able to tell, Oh, this guy, this Willie Adamus guy, he's one of their better players. And you'd never know it. You'd never know it. Well, watching it on the TV, except he's a good looking guy. So I, you know, I, you know, I'd have my guesses, but He's very he looks lost.
1: Here's some day. tweets I have about Willie Adamas that I can find. Uh, here's a positive one. Bodying yourself. I am. This is from May 27, 21. I will snort that Adam's bat flip until I am dead from it. Okay.
3: No one's ever um, said he doesn't have style.
1: He does. Um, let's see. Here is what I said. Why go for the hero moment when you can walk and make someone else do it? That was about Adamas. Uh, then Brett got mad at me. The only issue I have with Bart was him spreading fake news regarding Willie Adamas. 21 of his 31 home runs were when the game was tight or within one run. Yeah, but
3: again, I, this is why I think this trio works well. Paul's the numbers guy. I am the vibes guy. I am telling you that Willie Adam, I know, I feel it. I, I feel his home runs, his moments come in non big moments. So, okay, well, wh- the game's within one runner, it's tied. Okay, so it's, it's probably the first zero. inning. It's 0 0. And the second inning, Willie Adams hits a solo shot or something like Willie that. Willie Adams is not a clutch hero. Willie Adams
1: had a lot of moments to really put his stamp on a moment, and he failed. And because he's a shortstop, he's going to make thirty million dollars. Well, that might that number might
3: be might be, might be going down. Well, Orlando Arcia completely reset the market. So there's also bad.
1: the vibes around the Brewers, and now again we don't know the Tuesday game because if they if they lose Tuesday, then everyone's going to be pissed again. Um, but that I'm not. I I really appreciate like the Brewers. Father's Day weekend brewers, they captured something again. They did. They they captured something. The page thing was ridiculous. But somehow, even if we make fun of it ironically, it's kind of not. It brought us together. It gave us something. to. It it brought a fan base together. They did mullet cuts. Mm -hmm. Now, this mullet thing, this is what, this is great. This is organic. This is, the fans can get behind it. The team's starting to be like, yeah, hey, I might get a mullet. Fans are getting mullets. It's a lot better than just saying the day before the Braves come to town, oh, by the way, claws up. Claws up. I, claws up is the worst thing that happened to Milwaukee baseball since the Braves moved. I guess,
3: what were they supposed to do, though? You know, like. Nothing. Okay. Uh, like, let's go brew crew. Our boys in brew. I still, I still want some sort of a. But the, you know the satire with the military. Maybe that's laws right. up. Sure. I was sending Grant. I'll play one. Would you send me? I was sending. Oh Grant. no. So Paul, Paul, for for context, can I can I can I tell you why Please. this came up? Yeah, so, Paul, I am producing a feature to run on Friday. Yes,
1: everybody is- needs to listen. Every
3: day to Grant's show, but if you're ever going to catch one, it needs to be Friday's show. I'm producing a documentary-style, hour-long feature on Page Speronic bobblehead night. <laughs> I did, you say, a, I,
4: did you say an hour long? Oh, yeah.
3: I With okay, so interviews. I I'm taking Friday off because I have a wedding, and I'm like, well, I have to make some sort of pre-recorded show. So when I have a lot of notice, I'm like, I like to actually put together something unique. So I'll like, I'll call Bart and it'll actually be whatever. So I, I talked to Tim Dillard. I'm talking to Kurt Hogue. I'm talking to Bart. I tried JR. He was like, eh, I'm on vacation. No, thanks. Got it. And I emailed the Brewers. I said, Hey, I would love to get Rick Schlesinger this week because, and I don't think it's an unfair ask. I never no. asked the Brewers for anything. And I'm like, you guys just had an unbelievable weekend of promotions. Like you, you guys nailed this. Like Rick should want to go victory lapping this weekend. They politely declined. So I tried to get Rick to talk about it. But it's I tweeted the this morning. I tweeted the teaser. It's like a it's 30 for 30 adjacent. Oh, you did? Yeah. So then I I was looking in my old files for any Schlesinger cuts
1: that would work.
4: Oh, like, like to, to use in the clip as if he said it to Grant or what?
1: Yeah. Awesome. And all I could find was when I went to the Humane Society, where they had uh, they tried to prove that Hank was real. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I have all these cuts.
3: here in my hand, which I will read,
4: is a notarized letter from Dr. William S. Rice. This is definitely the original Hank. And this is a notarized document from Hank's veterinarian.
1: This is like when Trump's doctor was like most healthy motherfucker that's ever walked.
4: Okay, Rick, come on. Uh, all right. Uh, so Bart, William Adamas is the most disappointing brewer this season mm-hmm, or. Mm-mm? I think, I think his whole tenure has been disappointing. I
1: still think that like, could you imagine if we still had like, we would be talking about retiring the number one if we never fucking traded Jonathan VR. Oh, so you're <laughs>
3: you're a VR guy. I'm an RC guy. Through through, that's what. Don't forget what Bart. But, we, but we, Jonathan but we, VR. We, take. we should be. We even you and I, Bart, who are hung up on our ex, our exes at shortstop. By number one, be, I meant number five. We can still look at this current shortstop. He's hitting like 138. Like I saw numbers last night. It's it's poor. They don't have a middle of the order right now. They straight up don't. I Yelich would be scoring more runs if they had some semblance of a, a meat of the order, even if they had like 2012 Casey McGee, when he fell off the map, I'd take that over what they have now. Cause Yelich is getting on base. He's available and no one can get him home.
4: So Bart is, so the answer here, I mean, not only are you saying it's Adamas, you're saying it's Adamas for, for years. He's been the most disappointing Brewer. You're going, you're going even bigger.
1: I think Willie Adamas all right. You want a Twitter clip?
4: Here we go. I thought we already had one, but this is going to be good. I can tell.
1: I got to psych myself up for this. Be sure to be sure to catch all my psyching up on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. This episode also on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, this
4: episode's also an audio only
1: podcast. DanShaney.com.
4: For people not watching, he is stretching. He's doing some uh, forearm and
0: la 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 la. la 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 la. Ho la 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 la. Ho
3: Willie
1: Adamas, if I were to go shopping at a baseball player store and I saw a nice purse and it said Willie Adamas, I would look at a different purse that didn't have a name on it. Willie Adamas is a name brand that's not any better than the store brand. I would want the Kroger brand. I would want the target brand. You slap Willie Adamas on there. All of a sudden you have to give much more praise and it's much more expensive because he's a fun guy. Willie Adamas has been overrated since the
3: jump. I won't use that for Twitter, but I do mean it. It's a good analogy. I think, I mean, he did get here in 2021 and the Brewers didn't lose for like a month. Yeah. Maybe then, maybe that was gonna happen anyways, and Willie just arrived when and he, and he, was, he was also the, the D de- like he was look, I'd like the guy, he's whatever, but I'm just saying that
1: he gets more love because there's no one else
4: to like. Well, there's Luis no one else. There's on. not anyone else to like on the team. Well, now there is. You mean there wasn't like when he first got here, or what do you mean? Yeah, oh, okay.
1: Look, I don't want to be the anti-Willie Adams guy, but the guy said fucking
3: hundred.
4: No, come on, 202.
3: By the way, your blood alcohol content batting average joke made it to Drew and KB last night to reach critical mass. What? Like, they said it? They said it, and then they were like, and don't call and get mad. We're not making fun of drunk driving, blah, 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 you know, bob hugger, whatever, something but like wait, that.
4: Wait, 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 they, did they credit BART? no
3: no it's no basically their joke was bob huggins bac could hit in the middle of the brewer's order see that
1: is a good joke agreed but one that i didn't feel comfortable making because
3: lighten up up, francis
1: okay well just like i
3: didn't want to joke about the titanic thing like people died Do we know that? for All I could find this morning on that was tweets about it. Like, I couldn't find CBS News, here's what's happening. They
1: went two and a half miles undersea with a Game Boy to pilot their fucking tuna can. They they are dead. Even that, I shouldn't say. I'm going to talk
3: about this on my my show tonight.
1: Probably. Well, you're the the maritime expert.
4: I think there are ways to talk about it without the way that Bart just chose to.
3: (laughs) I mean, the fact that he called that Game Boy, that was, that's good It's
4: a Logitech controller. I know, but you
3: didn't say Logitech, you said Game Boy, which is why it was funny. That was that little, that's, that's good. That's good.
4: I think the other, the other candidates for most disappointing Brewer would definitely be Jesse Winker. But we didn't, I 100% agree with you.
3: They're both disappointing, but we expected Willie Adamas to kind of be Willie Adamas. We thought maybe Jesse Winker could do this if we get him back in the central and get him off the
1: Mariners. Anyone who had expectations for Jesse Winker to be good is a moron. We
4: had hopes. That, that's a we bad hope. take apart. That, that expectation, hope, and expectations. That's Very a bad. That's a bad take. He was one of the best hitters in baseball more recently than Christian Yelich was one of the best hitters in baseball. Why is it? What is bad. So what? And you're talking about, like, he was, like, a premier, like, what, 330, 320 batting average. Sometimes best. guys lose it. That shouldn't mean that it's, like, pure hopium to say, like, oh, well, this guy's going to be bad because he was what bad you last you expect years. Winker to be? Like, it's a crime he hasn't hit a home run. You I mean, know, thing, if you were to take, like, the, the median outcome of, like, horrible in Seattle, amazing in Cincinnati, the middle would have been perfectly acceptable. Unfortunately, he's been... Seattle, Jesse, is it really statistically worse? I've not compared Um, no. I think Rowdy Telez is a candidate, yeah, is a negative point. He hasn't four. hit a home
1: run since
3: what did they say, May 20th? Yeah, right? and he's the team, he's the club's leader, right? Like, I saw that tweet, it's like the Brewers' leader in home runs hasn't hit a home run since,
4: <clears throat> and it was a wild stat, right? And yeah, that. he's, I mean, he's a negative wins above replacement player that is by definition, disappointing. Um, is anybody, is there anyone in the pitching staff that you would have, you know, I, I think we Burns, agree to Thomas. Freddie. He, well, so, so I think like, I mean, Burns had higher expectations than Freddie, right? But Burns leads the pitching staff in, you know, every meaningful advanced statistic, but it's still been a lesser than expected Corbin Burns. So he can, he can lead the Brewers pitching staff and whatever, but he's not been, you know,
3: The uh the Cy Young guy. I wanna go back and look at the context of Corbin Burns' starts and be like coming into the day that Corbin Burns started, had the Brewers won a certain amount of games in a row or lost a certain amount of games in a row? Because what we want from an ace to continue a winning streak or to end a losing streak, right? Like the Brewers came off this weekend, they won three in a row, they looked awesome, all this energy, and then Corbin Burns at home. Goes out and he gives up five runs before ever recording it out. And it's like, that's, we want the opposite from our ace, right? We want the ace to keep the ball rolling or to stop the ball of a losing streak. And I I feel like that hasn't been the case with him this year. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a deep dive into his. Yeah. Get a little deep dive. I mean, that's, it's only, uh, it's only June 20th. So I don't have to look at that many games, which is the only reason I'll do it. If it was August, there's no way I'd Im- embark on such a project.
4: No. Now, this would have been a good segue for your Titanic thing after saying you're to do a deep dive, but I will leave that to you um yeah so yeah i think it's william damas that's where i wanted to use the ian malcolm
1: quote that was why it was on my mind because it feels like this whole titanic thing is very jurassic park where hmm. we are trying to create dinosaurs we know we shouldn't The, the ship is already sunk why are you gonna go they've already made a million documentaries why would you pay a
3: quarter of a million dollars to see it with your own eyes May I speak on this because this is something I, I enjoy maritime history, shipwreck history. You go back and you um, listen to the quotes of the captains of the, uh, of the people who went out and searched for the Edmund Fitzgerald when it went down and they first discovered the crash site. They're all like, they're all you know spooky old guys who are like superstitious to the max. But they're all like, the ship went into the lake. The lake is like, this is mine. I own this. I, this is, and, and the lake gets pissed when people go sniffing around there. I remember the, the captain of what was it? The HB Hogged. That's right. I had to look it up. They were, oh, it, yeah, yeah. it was one of the first ships to go out there. And I've, and I've watched interviews with the captain. And he said, when they went out to, to dive above the fits, one of their marking buoys was like pulled hundreds of feet underwater, was crushed. The water was so, I just, you don't go sniffing around shipwrecks. It's, it's bad. Like they have their basketball gods. You don't upset the basketball gods. You don't upset the maritime gods. That shipwreck is owned by the Atlantic. It's not meant for people. Like there's just some things we don't do. So So I'm with with you. Going to, going to tour the Titanic wreckage is like two weeks after
1: them doing, or two years after someone going like, all right, for a quarter of a million dollars,
3: let's go tour Chernobyl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How the fuck would you go there? Mm Mm-hmm because you're rich and you don't you're like oh spend my money yeah i'm bored i
1: got money i'll go i'll go see a shipwreck now for five hundred thousand dollars you can go see the titanic wreckage and this new thing what's the the new thing the new vessel
3: that just oh i'm a dope i sorry that went over my head just like the two miles of water that's over the heads of yes,
1: come people. on, <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even like going in the deep end of a pool. Two and a half miles of water.
4: I yeah, would one
3: hundred. By the way, just let the record show. Maybe not the Titanic because two miles is a long ass way. But I, if I had an opportunity to go in a submarine, I'd, I'd go a ways down. I think that would be really cool.
4: Yeah, there's no amount of money he could have paid me really? to really no amount.
1: No, Paul's
4: pretty the smart. amount bar, you're with me, right? What the like
1: what's the risk reward? The risk no, is no, I'm, get saying, to I'm see saying, like, is there, a there an amount of money with your own eyes that you could see film of the, yeah, the, the yes the, that's the reward? The risk is you die in a tiny confined space with four other idiots.
4: What I'm asking you is is there an amount of money it would take to get you to do it? No. I'm with you. It doesn't, the, the amount does not exist. And, and Grant's saying he would kind of willingly just give it a try. It's kind of messed up. because
3: on what there's two. Wolves I, would for, I,
4: would do, <coughs> I would do things for, I would do,
3: I
1: would do things for my, I would sell th- I would do things for money.
3: Yeah, you would, but nothing that puts my life in uh, danger. I have a, I have two wolves inside of me one wolf believes that it's absolutely wrong to go sniffing around shipwrecks like i said because it's it's against some law of nature but the other wolf inside of me really wants to go sniffing around shipwrecks so i i live in conflict on this issue the titanic's too far down the the ocean lake superior i'd I'd love to go on a submarine in lake superior that i would love to do
4: grant would you like do a shark cage dive
3: yeah 100 (laughs) water doesn't water does not freak me out I, I water does not freak me out. Heights, yes, I would never do high oh, things. I would climb over. bungee Heights jumping, suspended water. Oh. I don't really have a problem with water.
4: Bart, an amount of money it would take for you to do like a sky dive or like a bun, a, a bridge bungee jump does it, the amount does not exist for me.
1: Well, I knew I would never do a bridge bungee jump when I watched Trevor <laughs> dive on live TV. Who? What? Trevor? Say you say more. Uh, Hillary's fiance from Fresh Prince. Oh, shit.
4: yeah, I do know the reference now that you say that. Yeah, was it Hillary William Miff? Yeah, and they're all like, I mean, when I
1: first saw that clip, I was like, wow, that was an amazing. Clip because I was like, TV, can...
4: wow, shit, you can... wow, I was stunned, just stunned, mm-hmm. and they all laughed about it. It was a part of the comedy bit, yeah, that he perished whilst um proposing
3: bart i brought up uh uh, skydiving on my show a couple weeks ago and a caller called in did you know about this that in the late 90s in Riverfest, there was a team of skydivers that were doing displays and one of their parachutes didn't go off and they zoomed through the roof of the popcorn tavern on fourth street what at like you can google it i I found it the caller was not pulling my leg hit the roof of the popcorn at like 150 miles an hour and died on impact. Were there people in there? Uh, well, I don't because the bar's downstairs. I don't remember that detail, but nasty stuff.
1: God, if I could, if I could redo my life in lacrosse, I would. I would never make a second trip to the popcorn tavern. Really, it was not for me.
4: Hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: It was not for me.
4: Grand. I just want to say the night always. Oh,
1: the night never improved. Once once we hit popcorn tavern, the night. That oh. was kind of, that was like, that was like at a house party when someone pulled out Guitar Hero. Okay, the, the level of fun is over for the night. You're, you're
4: anti-Guitar happen. Hero?
1: At parties. When we were in college, at that age, it was like 2005. And this was when, like, I my, one of my, I, I was anti-YouTube. I was anti-YouTube guy because we would sit around these parties and someone go, hey, did you see fucking Kid Doesn't Want to Go to the Dentist? And we'd all sit around the phone
3: and watch a YouTube. I'm like, can we... Has anybody heard this chocolate rain? Well, that
1: was fucking <clears> cool.
3: <throat> so you just wanted everyone to be present with each other.
1: I see. I move away from the mic so I can breathe. Chocolate
3: rain. Grant, you know chocolate rain? No.
1: You don't know chocolate
3: rain? Is it a spoof of November rain? No, it's just no, purple chocolate purple, purple rain. Rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple
4: rain. You no. don't... Oh, I was like, I, I did not Chocolate expect
3: that. Rain. <laughs> Chocolate Dino Rain. Do you know Potter Puppet Pals? That was my 1st foray. 4A. Didn't that guy in. die?
1: Chocolate rain. I think he
4: died. <laughs> no, he's alive. Uh Bart, Chocolate Rain was saying Chocolate Rain was sang by Tay I just listened to I'm right. He, he was, was dead by. or not. He's not. Tay Uh, last thing I want to say before we do our last topic, uh, Grant. You mentioned all this maritime stuff, which of course, you know, only makes me think of arrested development, maritime law. Yeah, listen to these lyrics Chocolate You're Rain. You're a crook, Captain Hook. Judge, won't you throw the book at the pirate? Uh,
1: listen to the lyrics for Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate Rain. A baby born will die
3: before the sin. So it's not a Purple Rain ripoff.
4: Not at all. It was
3: like, it's it's an
4: original piece. Yeah. It's fucking good. If Bart played it, he wouldn't be able to monetize. So he's not. Chocolate
1: rain. Some seldom mentioned on the radio. Chocolate rain. It's the fear. Your leaders call control. Jesus.
3: I'm reading the lyrics now. Chocolate rain. Build a tent and say the world is dry. Zoom the camera out and see the lie. Jesus.
1: It's a, it's a metaphor for racism against African-Americans. And we all looked at it like it's a funny song, but he had a
3: message. It's like Bo Burnham. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is, so you, you have a deeper thing going on here and it's not just poop jokes.
4: All right. You got it. One more last one. By the way, that was 2007, Grant. You should have been all over that at age nine. My parents,
3: I, 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 I didn't, I was not, I went to Catholic school and I had a very wholesome, sheltered is a strong word. That makes it sound like I was,
4: I wasn't sheltered. I was just. Sheltered. Um, but it, I mean, this. yeah, okay. So you, you just weren't on YouTube. So you, you weren't allowed or you weren't really privy to YouTube. No, I wasn't privy to YouTube. I was also nine in yeah.
3: 2007.
1: Well I was watching Bart- fucking Teen Titans go. I Bart's, Bart's kids to... rocking the YouTube <laughs> every day. Every goddamn day. Watching kids play with toys. Oh, now we're <laughs> watching Ellie Sparkles. What is it? I don't know. And then there's like the bag, the the bag bunch. I don't know any of this. And then there's fucking of course Blippy. Well, naturally. Well, of course, yes. You ever see Blippy? No. Mm. I have no clue what that is. I know Blippi. what it is. I'm not we've not. Blippi, so Blippy, like, is some guy. He's not He's he like he's just like some guy that runs around and plays.
3: Oh, he looks like some modern version of Steve from Blues Clues.
1: Yeah, so he runs around and plays. Now there is a new Blippy, and parents were pissed because then Blippy went on tour, but the new Blippy went on tour, and they the kids didn't notice, but all like the parents are mad because like when you were a parent, you watch these things, you like sort of like get into it. Like you're looking at the fucking backstory of Blippy and he want to know but Blippy will be like playing around and he'll be like do, 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 do. a cup is a circle circle and then he doesn't say another learning thing for five minutes and then he'll like do 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 hands I have 10 fingers and it's like this is educational but it's not it's just a creepy dude running around with kids I watched the wiggles that was my upbringing. wiggle
3: wiggle wiggle fruit salad mm-hmm. Yummy, yummy. You probably watch Veggie Tales, you fucking cat. I watched close. it. Oh, I watched so much Veggie Tales. Holy smokes. <laughs> I, I, we had all the VHSs. I, I, Veggie Tales is great. Don't rip on Veggie Tales.
4: <laughs> Do your last question. Uh, we never did get to talk about CJ Stroud after the draft. And now there's a perfect chance to talk yeah, about CJ really Stroud. It really left
1: a hole in my heart,
4: too. Well, remember how I was like, the uh, he. Did bad on the test guy and you were like it doesn't oh, matter yeah it doesn't matter. Right. It so doesn't... anyway um here's what i want to ask you so your buddy at pro football talk who you once wrote a glowing email to about how wonderful he is at his job art true story oh floreo Florio, Florio. um he posted a story in which new texans and former cowboys wide receiver noah brown said cj Stroud has the potential to be as good as dak prescott which had me like, this is, you know, this is his teammate, right? Now, you know, again, Noah Brown was a tech, was a cowboy, is a Texan. So he's making the the Dak Prescott parallel, but it's a national headline. Now, if CJ Stroud is as good as Dak Prescott, that's a good outcome for a number two overall pick. That would be a good outcome for CJ Stroud Mm hmm. or. mm -mm. Well, Dak Prescott
1: currently doesn't make my list of franchise quarterbacks. How many are on that list?
4: Seven. Okay. Well, yeah, he's definitely not in the top seven. Uh,
1: Once again, the qualification for that is the team that has you would not trade you for any of the other guys. Mm. Mahomes, but everyone would trade for Mahomes. He's in his own tier. Mm -hmm. Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Hertz,
4: Josh Allen, and I do include Trevor Lawrence. I, I I I'm not sure if I feel you on Lamar Jackson, but okay. Well, you're categorically wrong. Right? <laughs> Objectively, yes. for six thousand
1: yards, and I will be drafting him in every league possible. But he's
4: never he's never healthy in January, ever, ever. But um, I only need him the first fifteen weeks. Oh, so you're fantasy football? Okay, not real football. Uh, um, but so those are my seven.
1: Dak is like a eight, nine, or ten guy. So he's wow, seven. that's actually pretty high i
3: was gonna say oh, I, th- probably- I think
1: Dak's. i think Dak's good i, I think i think i've been more uh, willing to give dak compliments than others you back dak but i do back dak but i think that the cowboys if they could have one of those seven other guys oh yeah would trade any dak for any of them of course so an outcome to be cj stroud for dak prescott i would think i would say mm-hmm, i would i would think that's a good outcome Hmm. Uh, You look at some of the quarterbacks that have been drafted high in the past. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Uh, Joe Burrow, Tua Herbert, Kyler Murray, number one, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray will be playing baseball by the year
4: 2027. (laughs) He has, he's missed a lot of baseball prep time. So I don't know.
1: Baker Mayfield one, Sam Darnold three, Mitch Trubisky two. I mean, if you can get a number two pick, to be as good as Dak Prescott, there are certainly worse fates in life. So I would say if he's that good, uh, then
3: yes. If Jordan Love turns out, like, is that an outcome? Like think of Jordan Love in that way. Like if Jordan Love turns into Dak Prescott, what are Packers fans going to think about that? Jordan Love
4: needs to win a Super Bowl. So you're almost saying like the individual part of that is irrelevant part. It's just, it's more about, and I think, I mean, they, I think Dak Prescott is a good enough quarterback on the right team in the right moment to win a Super Bowl. So, I mean, I think the difference is like, I don't know. I was caught off guard by the headline. It sounds like, I mean, Bart, you made a really good argument. Um, you might have sold me on it. I, I just thought it was like odd that his own teammate would kind of put that level of ceiling well- on.
3: Well, for, for context, Jair just said that Jordan Love's the best quarterback in the league. So it, it's not like, well, he needs to be Jordan Love is going to be good. I don't give a shit. I, by the way, when you were on with Parkinson Spiegel, I just, I just hate it when people of other fan bases tell us how good we've had it. You don't know shit about mm-hmm. what we've been through and what we've experienced. Did I tell him years. that? Basically, yeah. But I, I don't know if Jordan Love is going to be good. I don't know. I'm, I'm
4: feeling more queasy about it. The last I almost days. had Spieg's convinced. Yeah, he was he was going with you. So actually, you know what? That's a better way to flip the question to make it. I mean, so Stroud, I don't even know. I just thought it was an odd way to, to give a ceiling. I would much rather my teammate, Noah Brown, say of me, he's the best quarterback in the league. If Jordan to Love to- is Dak Prescott, I, the people will be very happy. I do think, I do think that, but again, that's the difference between, yes, the Packers traded up for love, but it's still a late first round pick, not the number two overall pick. I'd rather be shooting for like Mahomes, Burrow. I mean, Dak, that, I didn't, he's a top 10 quarterback.
1: Dak is? I think so. Who else am I missing from that list Well,
3: oh, that I would have to throw in there? Do you want him over Kirk Cousins? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think I agree. I don't know that everyone would.
1: Uh Tua, maybe Tua I could put in there. So hard. We don't know. I mean, I, you know,
3: what about Daniel? I do Jones? think Kenny
1: Pickett's gonna be I think Kenny Pickett has the potential to be in there. Daniel Jones Field or
3: Dak.
1: I'll take I'll, to
4: I'll, be in there. I'll take Dak over Daniel Jones.
3: Okay.
4: okay. Oh, Not Daniel Jones, he, Daniel
1: Jones is done. He's done. Yeah. You can't jump he... off <laughs> <laughs> No,
3: no, 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 no. What are you doing? No, 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 no. What are you doing? You you are the poster child for Daniel. You you're not jumping off uh, Okay, the Giants are done.
1: They're going to be bad this year. Okay, Jared Goff or Dak Prescott. I just sold a trading card for sixty dollars. Hmm. Nice. Sam Howell or Dak Prescott. Well, I don't know. They they I think they feel in Washington the way I feel about love.
3: They're just no. like we got our guy. I'm okay oh
1: you will uh toby will be making an appearance soon on the pod i gotta talk
4: to
3: beal
1: um beal or no beal toby and i are going to carl's place on thursday Mm. is he back in town he is he went to the brewer game the other night also went to wrigley the other day does
3: he have family here or what's what is his midwest tie he has family here toby has family everywhere seems that way I have family he's in
1: India. That's why I have family. That's my and in DC and in the Philippines and all over the fucking place.
4: hmm mm-hmm. If Jordan Love is Dak Prescott, great outcome. Mm-hmm. Or mm Regard the put aside team performance. We're happy with Jordan Love becoming Dak. That's a good that's a you know what, That's a great outcome for Jordan Love. Publicly, I will say yes.
3: Privately, yeah. I'll be like, I wish he was a little bit better than that. <laughs> well, publicly, kind of like- publicly, I understand that we, I, I, I probably can't expect a, th- a third straight Hall of Fame quarterback.
1: Because no, although probably- well, I, I, do like, I, and this is what I said on that show that I came up with um, on the spot is that all these other teams microwave their quarterbacks.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: We put good.
3: ours in the oven. We let it. Oh. We let it bake. I will be. Intolerable. If Jordan Love turns out to be great, I mean, Packers fans have to talk.
1: If he's a third Hall of Famer, we can, we, 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 we conquer. We conquer,
3: we conquer like trash talk. You can suck our, you know what, from the back. Especially with like the Bears. This
1: Happy Father's Day Bears thing. Bears fans, and I said this yesterday, are so thirsty to like, they always want to be fighting about a rivalry. Like it's fucking June
3: just relax we have to debate willie adamas's performance i don't have time we're for too
1: this. busy talking about is christian yelich back we're too busy talking about should the bucks trade one of these shitty guys for pick 28
4: i don't have time to do bears packers dick measuring contest it seemed like you were supposed to go on that show and talk about the brewers and then it just quickly devolved into uh <clears throat> packers bears chatter i don't even know why i went on that show
1: but they were they were like hey will you come on i can't i never turned down that by the way this sunday since the cubs play in london oh i will it? be on the score for the most of sunday afternoon That's among cool. oh. uh, many other stations yeah
4: who do they play against in london the cardinals
3: sam decker's team oh the cardinals Hmm. <laughs> Sam
4: Decker, is this a has mlb is this a, i don't remember this being thing? they played uh yankees and
1: red sox have played in london before
4: way to
3: stay relevant baseball send some teams to europe don't say anything about it yeah sure that it. Okay. It didn't,
1: you know. the cubs sent their whole broadcast cast crew wow cardinals did not mm. mm-hmm. no man just- to london
4: oh he got he got robbed then
3: yeah <clears throat> i almost went to cover the packer game in london i couldn't get the company to Foot the bill. So
4: does he, does Paulie travel like normally, like regularly? No. No. So then he probably didn't miss out. Right. Right. That's all I got.
3: Jordan, gonna
4: Love, Jordan Love is, uh, is going to be Dak Prescott, and we will all publicly be happy and privately say, yeah.
3: I'm going to spend all day reading about this submarine thing. I can't stop thinking about it. I Physically, I'm here with you guys. Spiritually, I'm down an internet wormhole reading every detail about this story. Yeah, physically,
1: I'm here with you. Uh, spiritually, I'm fighting with some guy who shit on Milwaukee
4: again. Bart, Draymond Green will be with the Warriors next season? Mm-hmm. Or mm I don't know. Ooh.
1: Again, No inside. Sources close to the family, no, but, but I said this yesterday also. But when I say
4: no, like if I preface, it, it's like, oh, uh, I think he wants to play with LeBron. But the Lakers would have, I mean, that, that's financially very, very difficult. The Warriors, not impossible, but difficult. Uh,
1: I, I think the Warriors. Because you got to pay all these guys max money. I think you. I think. I think the Warriors should make a decision
3: between Clay and Draymond. If they let Clay go, what's stopping Draymond from saying, "Oh, you don't want to take care of us? You want to take care of my guy? I'm out too." Well, I also, they'd have, to, they'd, have
4: to, they'd have to trade Clay. So,
3: I was listening to um, Cowherd yesterday with his buddy Rick Bucher, and they, they basically said that they're listening through the door of Mike Dunleavy's office about how, how Clay's being discussed. Like this, yeah. I think this matters to Steph. I think this matters to the rest of the team.
1: Hmm. Well, Steph wants the three guys back. I'm sure he
3: does. Well, sure, yeah. But Spotify executive Bill Simmons has has bandied about an idea that Draymond, LeBron, and Luke all join up in Dallas. It feels
1: like uh, the Warriors, it feels like, like, you know, when like Scrubs ended, but then it came back. Hmm. Yeah, not it as good. It feels like the Warriors' show is over, mm, and anyone whoa. hanging around like Seinfeld took the hundred. He, he passed the hundred million dollars. He could have had another season that you know went to been as good. He says it feels like the Warriors' the show is over, but now we're just going to keep it together to the the peak of this. That dynasty is ended. I feel wow. Yeah,
4: they're I'm just going to
1: they're just going to stay together for the kids. I feel like that is a very possible outcome and they're all saying the right things. Uh, I think the warriors should move on from Draymond and keep Poole and Kaminga. Wow. And maybe try to find, um, I don't know. Why don't they go digging for like a
4: Carl Anthony Towns, well, he changed the game. He did. Yeah, the Pelicans are going to trade Zion this week, mm-hmm. or-, or like get get you know what? Get poor Zingas over there somehow. Kristaps, he's got to opt in first. You guys think Zion's going to get dealt? I was going to say, do
3: we actually think Zion's getting traded?
4: Oh yeah, get Zion to the Dubs. <sighs> He'd be miraculous. He'd be really good for those twenty eight games each year. They don't give a shit. That's how that's much the they thing. all played this year.
3: Well, I don't, I think that's the thing a lot of people don't realize about Zion is when he's played, he's been one he's of the top best players in basketball.
4: He's a, he's a top 12 NBA player for the 28 games he plays. And, and year. historical scoring
3: on historical efficiency. The, uh, yeah, the second it, he's stepped on the floor for basically no, like from day one.
4: Now, granted, he's the guy running the ship. So, he, you know, if he was like a off-ball secondary Warriors player, like, I don't know. I don't know what that would be. Maybe it'd be even better, but you'd um, have to
3: slim down a little bit. Cause they're going to ask him to move it. It's not a stagnant thing that they have there. They're about motion and fluidity and you got to be able to run a lot. I don't know if that screams Zion.
4: Yeah. Um, if you, okay. I mean this, this reported deal Zion to Charlotte for the number two overall pick. Who says no, by the way, I have, Matt. I did not make this up. This is not my rumor. Charlotte. Maybe. Isn't that wild? You don't, so if you could team up LaMelo with Zion, you wouldn't do it. This Zion stuff is also you can select Brandon Miller. Like, I don't know. Well,
3: I guess they both have different forms of baggage. I don't know.
4: Yeah.
3: You have to worry about things with NBA players you never used to have to worry about. We're like, what if Benjamin's social media playing with gut? This is another thing. I, the John Morant thing being played off as a mental health thing bothers me. And I'm very sympathetic to mental health. Like we need to be able to tell each other like, Hey, I'm having a type of day. There's so much going on. I need to cancel these plans. I need to go home or hundred percent with John. It's like, dude, I think you just like playing with guns. Like, I don't know that it's a, a stress coping thing. I just think you like playing with guns. And I, I don't know. You think that Adam Silver is a little bit of a, he's a pushover bard. I, Adam Silver might be getting taken for a little ride by this whole John Moran thing. I don't know. Not saying that they should have suspended him a year. I don't want anyone to, I don't know. He didn't I think break 25 is
4: the perfect number, honestly. Well, yeah. we said last week, though, I asked you guys right at the end, I said, you know, more more than uh, more than 35 games for John. And you both said, mm-hmm, it'll be more than 35. Well, I thought, so. I thought it could be half
1: a season, but 25 is like both sides are going to be like, well, ah, it could have been more or it should have been less. 25 is right in the middle. Well, no, you know who does
4: not agree with the 25 is the players association. Well,
1: they do, but they have to fucking defend every guy. Like, it's – they do. They're, they're being idiots. They should – yeah, I agree. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: All right, dogs. Excellent podcast. Thank you for your Questions. time. Questions, balls, always.